1: Another big third down conversion. Meyer looking to throw. Fires deep down the left side for Blythe. And he has the catch. Tiptoeing the sidelines. 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Todd Blythe. His fourth of the day. Unbelievable.
0: All right. We made it. Episode 3 of the Meyer to Blythe podcast. Welcome. Welcome. Uh, I'm your host Brett Meyer, joined as always by host my co-host Todd Blythe. Todd, what's going on?
1: Did you forget my last name? <laughs> hey Brett, I'm happy to be here. Uh, happy that Chris Williams has not fired us yet, so we made it to episode three.
0: No, I need you to put on a name tag. <laughs> so I can remember your name. It
1: helped. Uh, my jersey had my last name on the back.
0: <laughs> always need some assistance. So. Um, I understand, uh, you are moving this week.
1: Oh my gosh. I don't know if people want to hear about uh, the trials and tribulations of the Blythe family trying to move, but yes, we are. Got home no. from about five and a half hours of meetings at Roosevelt today. Um, just in time to take apart a couple of bed frames, a uh, crib and, uh, start loading that stuff all into the garage. So if uh, anybody listening, um, is free Saturday and uh, this that coming Saturday and Sunday, uh, Give me a call or shoot me a DM or something like that. I could use a hand.
0: let get a moving company.
1: Preferably people with trucks. No, we are getting a moving company. Um, my wife, I believe, has enlisted the company. Uh, it's called College Hunks. Um, she says it was the cheapest moving company out there. I didn't, you know, I didn't do a lot of research myself, so I have to take her word for it. But uh,
0: <laughs> Brittany the you know, It
1: is what it is. We'll see what shows up on Saturday. <laughs>
0: <laughs> College Hunks. <laughs> I don't know if I want to do that job in college, just move people all day, but maybe who knows? No, maybe it'd be brutal. I guess, yeah, we we basically did that because in college you move like every year anyway. So
1: Yeah, exactly. Especially when now uh, Mylon Moses is your roommate and you kind of have to change locales.
0: Hey, Mylon found us that place on, huh? where is that? Yeah, south Emerald.
1: Emerald? Emerald Drive?
0: Yeah, by Shars Gas Station and on South. Right. South oh, Which yeah. is now
1: uh, the Mucky Duck, um, like English pub. Yeah, it was Shar's gas, gas station that me and Brett both worked at worked in college? There, yeah. Didn't so Brant work there out too? When to the came through Shar's in the summer of what was that? Summer of gosh, like 05 to oh yeah.
0: I think Brant worked there too. Aaron Brandt, yeah, Brant Aaron like he worked there. Her too, right tackle
1: yeah. worked there. Shout out to Shar wherever she's at.
0: We used to drive. We used to he they used to have us drive around and look at gas prices around town to figure out what they wanted to charge for <laughs> gas. I remember that. It's like, really? It's that simple? That's all you do? Did you ever
1: do? sneak but... a case of beer out of there when you were done working on the weekends? No. Me neither. Me neither. Me neither.
0: Really? That's probably why it's an Irish pub now. They couldn't afford you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, You didn't complain when I showed up with a case of beer at the house, did you?
0: I don't think I drank beer then in college. Drink drank Ice our freshman year, because that's what the guys from Texas brought up. <laughs> Deer so reserve. Bad. so <laughs> bad. All right, let's get into it. So um, what's going on with uh, – so b- this Friday, Valley, we finally start talking about games, right? You, like yes. you are playing? I know there was a – Valley of-
1: week. Well, we hope we're playing. I mean, we're going to show up on Friday, and, and hopefully they'll show up and they'll roll the ball out there and we can go. Um, as far as I know, Friday night we won't be breaking the law at Roosevelt uh, because school hasn't technically started, so we're still legal to play. Um, As soon as school starts, uh, technically, I I guess we'll be going against the governor's uh, mandate that we can't play because we're not having in-person school at DMPS, uh, Des Moines Public Schools. So, yeah, I mean, this is game week for Valley. I think we're good to go for this one for sure. And after that, uh, we'll see. We'll play it by ear kind of week by week.
0: So, I mean, I've kind of been following it, not following it extremely close. but So, essentially, Des Moines Public Schools is going online. That's been that, that's been decided.
1: That's been decided yeah so we're 100% online um, and the, the governor came down um, I don't know a week and a half ago two weeks ago now and said if you're 100% online you can't that means you can't have extracurriculars so any fall sports anything like that um, we're supposed to shut down. Uh, uh, the district has said no that's not right you know our, our online um, class I guess checks every box that it's supposed to as far as still uh, still counting for the normal 180 day school year. So we're continuing like normal as coaches. We're just continuing. We're just going to practice going to show up for the game, hopefully play the game. um, And until somebody pulls us off. Um, Yeah. I mean, it's a crazy situation. It's kind of day by day, week by week. Uh, Right now I really just feel bad for our kids because you know, they hear all the chatter too and, and they don't know what to think of it. They ask us and it's not like we have a good, you know, a good answer for them really. So um, but I've been proud of our kids. They keep coming out. They keep working their butts off and practice and, and practicing hard and trying to get ready for Valley. And so hopefully uh, Friday we can show up and, and have a ball game.
0: Yeah, that's uh, – yeah, I mean, it's obviously there's, – again, there's no easy decisions throughout all this. But this seems like, you know, if you have, you know, Des Moines Public Schools or whoever, like if you have someone who's capable of making these decisions on their own, then you just let them do it. I, I don't understand why they need to come over the top and, and start. It seems like I don't want to get into all politics, but, you know, if you're making it up as we go along, and I know a lot, of, a lot of this is, you know, you're adjusting and changing as, you know, as, you know, it, it every day comes with something new. But, yeah, I don't, I don't think that um, this should be a decision made from the governor's office. And hopefully, you know, hopefully cooler heads prevail at some point And, you know, you guys are able to just do the online schooling if that's what they feel is best. Then um, you're able to, at the same time, take care of kids or families who, who rely on the school for food or you know whatever, because you know, um, there are you know Des Moines public schools or there's probably going to be some kids in that situation unfortunately. So hopefully they can figure that out, which I'm sure they have, and yeah, hopefully Roosevelt and East High and all the other uh, you know Des Moines public schools will be uh, will be lining up on Friday nights.
1: Yeah, I mean here, if, I mean let me let me preface all this by saying kind of what you said last week, Brett was. I don't envy anybody who has to make decisions right now because there's no really right answer. Um, that being said, uh, if you'll allow me, I'm going to go on a bit of a rant here, real quick. So, go ahead, <laughs> <laughs> get them. So, the the decision by DMPS was made to go completely online um, probably four weeks ago. Um, you know, a month ago, maybe more. So the governor's known about this for a long time. She waited three to three and a half weeks until everyone was into practice, really into their season, into the meat of the practice and can preseason camp and getting ready to compete for the first time um, before this directive was put down. If your, if your argument was, well, it's not safe enough to go to school. So it's not safe enough to play sports. That's fine. Like I even, I even understand that point of view. Do I agree with it? Not necessarily, but I understand it. So if that's your point. Or if that's your, your, you know, the way you look at things, and you want to make that decision right away. Okay. We kind of have to live with it. But when you wait three, three and a half weeks until everybody's practicing, everything's into it before you say now, Oh, now you can't play because of this. That feels like you're just messing with the kids and using them as a bargaining chip. And that's kind of what pisses me off. Um, the other thing. And again, if anybody out there has better information, I'm going off the information I have. So you can feel free to to tweet us or whatever and tell us that I'm wrong, um, which I will be often on this podcast, but the you know, from what I understand the Roosevelt, for sure, and DMPS as a whole, has had in the past an online, uh, completely online uh, curriculum where kids have been able to be online and do all their classes um, virtually and, and, and from home or wherever. And that was approved by the Board of Education. It was approved by the association. It was approved essentially by the... Uh, by the governor or the government or whoever makes those decisions. Um, last year, they had that program. All of a sudden this year, we want to do the same thing, and it's not okay. Uh, that's the stuff that bothers me because now you're messing with, you know, 15, 16, 17, 18-year-old kids where, I mean, Brett, you and I can attest to this and then speak to this. Um, football and sports and organization and the discipline that it that it takes, and, and I'm not just talking about sports. I'm talking about band and drama and every extracurricular that's out there. Uh, that's, I mean, that's just as vital to a kid's development, especially at this age and and these key years in their lives as anything else. I mean, obviously education in the classroom is, it's huge and it's very important, but so is the other stuff. Um, and, and in DPS, in, in DMPS for sure, just because the kids, uh, you know, sometimes they don't have something great to go back to. A lot of our kids do. A lot of our kids come from great homes and great parents and all that. But not all of them, and sometimes from three forty-five after school till uh, five thirty or six o'clock or whatever, we cut them loose. You know, that's uh, that's something that just keeps keeps their minds focused. And Friday nights on the field, that, that's you know the carrot at the end of the stick that keeps them on the on the straight and narrow. So this whole thing with the governor stepping in, and then and now the association stepping in and kind of backing the governor, uh, they could have just stayed out of it and just kept quiet, and they'd have been covered. Um, but now they're stepping in. Um, so that's that's what frustrates me not only as a coach, but, uh, you know, just as somebody who has kids, um, it's, I don't know. It's a little frustrating. Again, some of my information, all of my information could be wrong. Who knows? This is the information I'm told. And that's, uh, so that's why I'm frustrated. So I'm gonna step off my soapbox now, Brett.
0: No, I, I think it's, I think it's justified. Um, yeah, I mean, you usually are wrong about 80% of the time, but you might be onto something. here. <laughs> oh, I know. Give you, I just speak give loudly
1: you. and hopefully people listen. So,
0: be decisive, you, you convince anybody, but uh, exactly. But no, I mean, all seriousness, yeah, I think it's you know, I, I can understand again, very difficult decisions are having to be made, but it de- kind of runs counter to the. And I know that you know, kids obviously weren't in school in the summer when they were playing high school softball, uh, and baseball, but you know, it was seemingly a proud moment for a lot of people who, who helped make that decision.
1: It was safe enough to play baseball. I mean, I get it's not the school year, so that's that's a different factor, but the safety of the kids being together on a team and competing, it was safe enough for that.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's my point is like, it it was something where they were extremely proud of it. Like we're playing. And again, we were one of probably one of the first States to announce that we're going to play football. It really, really wasn't ever in doubt. So I, yeah, it's interesting and and unfortunate that, um, you know, Des Moines public schools are, you know, probably being targeted, um again and maybe being, being used as somewhat of a bargaining chip i don't know what you can what leverage you can get from that but yeah i think it's an unfortunate situation that hopefully again um they can figure it out and just hey, you're you're in, you're online you're getting your school days and then it counts towards 180 just let them play i don't think it makes any exactly. sense that, uh, why
1: punish the kids for personal- yeah you know an, a disagreement argument between the administration and uh and the governor or yeah. are there any other schools
0: is on on like like iowa city or any like cedar I was, any yeah, of the
1: I, iowa city's on the same side as we are um
0: are they actually like going they've announced they're going online or they are like in yeah, your so corner what's
1: happened, what's happened right now is so we we submitted our our waiver or our appeal to to go 100 percent online it was denied and we have since uh submitted a lawsuit so from what i understand the governor is being sued right now for basically saying she doesn't have the authority to make that decision um i i, I have no idea how the legal process works i mean you and i both know i have no idea but you know so I thought for, you
0: had a law degree no
1: yeah, no, no. <laughs> um liberal arts does not actually the L okay. in liberal arts does not mean law uh but the uh so i don't know if if it's a situation where while it's you know under review or while it's in court we can proceed you know, business as usual, that'd be great because I think this is going to take a while to, to hash out. Um, and I wish and I and I hope that our killed kids aren't, aren't held hostage while we do this. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, as, you know, uh, a father to, a, you know, a young son and, and a girl and as a coach to these kids and just as a, you know, football fan and, and just person in general, I hope we can play because these kids need it. Um, and we honestly need some distraction in the fall just overall because otherwise the only talk is going to be politics and I'm going to want to move away. So, I
0: hate to break it to you, man. It's a national election. You're not going to escape this one.
1: I will find a boat and row myself to Europe or somewhere else because yeah. this this, uh, this fall without sports, without any distraction, would be absolutely insufferable.
0: So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, let's hope they figure it out. But, um, yeah, another – I mean, another decision that came down, I just – obviously the big 10 who has decided uh, to push their season, I think into sounds like a few weeks in January, they're going to try it and do like some play games indoors, maybe like in Minneapolis and in Indianapolis and any, basically any domes that are located, um, you know, in the big 10's footprint, but uh, like Kevin Warren, who is obviously new big 10 commissioner. Well, welcome to the job. Um, Yikes. A nice welcome here. But uh, I guess, uh, what I wanted to touch his on was son just play
1: at Mississippi state.
0: Yeah. I think uh, yeah, I did see that his big son. Commissioner, uh, yeah. So it's, yeah, it's which, safe
1: enough for his son to play, but it's not safe enough for the players in the big 10. Interesting. Well,
0: I, I, I understand that. I, I see that take. Uh, I've seen it online, but again, I, Kevin Warren, I think he has a law background, but he came from the NFL. I would imagine that if it was his decision, And he would consult everyone, work with the ADs, work with the coaches, like they would be playing. But if the presidents are the ones who sat in a room and and came to a conclusion or whatever, board or whoever, and he's just a messenger and doesn't have a say in it, then like you really can't get, I I don't know how you can definitely fault them for the rollout and the communication, which is, you know. That's half yeah, the battle it's kind to of make a sure shoot
1: the messenger type situation. Yeah. Right it's
0: like, it's like Goodell when the NFL owners decide something that people don't like, I mean, he gets paid yeah, $40 million a Goodell. year. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You,
1: when you get pit, but when, when he makes as much as he does, he, he deserves to take some fire. Yeah. Um, but it's a, uh, yeah, it's kind of a shoot the messenger situation with the big 10 commission. But at the same time, like why was that decision made without coaches and players? And and why was it just a the, the presidents and the, the academic side of things. Why was that the only, the only people in the room?
0: Yeah, I think we don't need to
1: rehash last week's episode. We no, we about don't, but I just, time. I,
0: it, it kind of, I think it ties a little bit into kind of the, maybe not what's going on in Iowa with, you know, with, um, with the governor coming down and it's just, it really has to do a lot with, to me, the communication of everything. Cause you know, it seems like you guys have been practicing and it was communicated that you're going to be online about a month ago. And then there's a lack of communication between the two parties or maybe there was behind the scenes, but it sounds like the right people weren't consulted. And here we are. Same thing with the big 10, right? They make their decision probably a little bit too soon. I mean, what's the point? And why don't you just, you announce the schedule and then just wait, let the teams practice, get prepared for the season and then have a contingency plan if things go south.
1: Exactly. I feel like you you do everything you can. Yeah. You do everything you can to have the season. You can always pull the plug at any time you can say, Nope, you're not playing this Saturday, but I think you let the teams prepare because once you make that, that announcement, you can't walk it back. Yeah,
0: You can't go back.
1: You can always shut it down, but you can't turn it back on. Um, Yeah. yeah, That's yeah. So I mean the the big 10, it's not a great football league anyway. Um, It's not very much fun to watch. Uh, it's, you know, kind of a throwback. I mean, if you like football in the 1960s and 70s, that's kind of what it is. You don't like um, the 13 10, luckily the big 11 games. You're still playing, so.
0: Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, I would, uh, yeah, it's just all about communication and presentation of your message. I think it's, you know, the Pac-12 is getting lauded for doing a good job. And I think part of it is nobody cares about, I mean, I don't say nobody cares, but it's, you know, the Pac-12 football has definitely not been in the spotlight and, it's easy for them to kind of almost fall under the radar here and nobody's talking about them and all they Can essentially had to do the
1: SEC announced this. I mean, the Southeastern, you know, portion of the United States would burn to the ground. The SEC all of a sudden said, you know, you know what? Roll tide is not going to happen this fall.
0: Yeah. I mean, there, there's going to have to be, I mean, there's going to have to be a lot that goes wrong um, for the SEC to, to shut it down. But I mean, think about this year, even if they do play, and, I mean, let's be honest, the SEC probably would have won again if Clemson didn't, but uh, <laughs> it's me talking so about whether that. Bama, Georgia, whoever. But, I mean, you, you're going to have a season and then you're going to have a, some kind of a playoff and you're going to have a national champion and you're going to have, you know, an Ohio State, uh, Penn State, Michigan – there's some really good teams in there that might be in the mix that are, you know, obviously not. Okay, so. Ohio
1: State is the only one. Uh, but on that, on that note – Penn State's
0: got to get well, – yeah, Ohio State basically, right.
1: Yeah, let's be real here. Yeah. Michigan every year is a national title, you know, contender until the season actually starts. Um, but on that note, didn't the, didn't the NCAA come out and say, no fall sports are going to have a postseason except for football? So don't tell me this isn't a money thing. I mean, yeah,
0: if, I think the NCAA knows they basically have no jurisdiction or, or say over football, which, yeah. I mean, NCAA yeah.
1: needs football more than college football needs them. I mean, if the SEC, ACC, Big 10, Big 12, and, you know, Pac 12, everybody, you know, if they said, you know what, we're going to do our own thing. We don't really need the, the NCAA, you know, nothing would change from a football and from a viewer standpoint for fans. The NCAA is going to try and hold on for dear life for, uh, for college football. Uh, so they can continue to stick their logo on the bottom right corner of the screen.
0: Yeah, but they I, – I think – I don't even know how the money works when it comes to the NCAA and college told. football. Yeah, you've been told. But I, they got the basketball tournament. I think they're good. But, um, yeah, I mean, who knows what's going to happen. You've seen on some campuses, at North Carolina, I think Notre Dame might have had an outbreak. I mean, you got college kids on campus. I mean, think at Iowa State, you got 40,000 undergrads there. And say – of the students are going to be compliant. You got 20,000 kids out there just going ham, partying up and down Welch, house parties, whatever.
1: us. I mean, a lot of our teammates, we can think of guys, you know, that went out and partied. You and I not so much, but a lot of guys went out on the weekends and, and, you know, they wouldn't have been able to social distance maybe. Luckily, you and I were in either studying or or watching film or, you know, getting an extra workout in. But uh, there are a lot of our guys that, you know, maybe would have gotten a situation. Say that
0: again. Run that one back. (laughs) Um, well, yeah, I, I honestly do think that your most compliant population is going to be the athletes for obvious reasons,
1: yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, there's incentive at the end of the week.
0: Well, yeah, that incentive. And then you just have, you know, it helps to have, you know, constant testing and, and all the protocols in place. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think it's, it'll be interesting to see what happens in the season, but you know, I, these, these points have all been talked, um, talked about, yeah over and over again and now we just kind of wait and see but uh season's fast approaching and you know hopefully we'll get some i think we're basically guaranteed to get football on sundays they will bring in whoever they have to <laughs> i watched yeah. hard knocks and now uh, the first episode did you did you watch that at all
1: i haven't watched any hard yeah, it's funny yet again, like too, but...
0: so this tight end got cut and he just went off i'm, I'm like the gm and the coach I was like are you effing kidding me <laughs> like what <laughs> The coach is kind of like, all right, whatever, you know, I like his fire kind of thing. But the coach told him, was like, look, there's, we're going to be bringing a lot of people in and out this year, because obviously COVID and people are going to have to be, um, I think they're calling it COVID IR. And we're going to bring in people that know our system. There's going to be a lot of transactions in the NFL. Um, And I out
1: to uh, sports stars. Our yeah, no kidding, color age. <laughs> update your contact info <laughs> that
0: was so funny because i i had no like i think they knew because so backstory is i had an uncle that played in the nfl played at iowa state keith sims his agent um wanted to represent basically you and wanted to represent tuba and tuba obviously played 10 years in the league and signed a uh, you know a second contract with the browns so and he obviously wanted to represent you two so I think I was kind of like the third wheel and obviously he knew my, my aunt yeah, and uncle, a lot, and my a family. Lot of times an
1: all big 12 quarterback is a third wheel. So, okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, let's just say you guys had much better, um, a much better NFL outlook than I did. Obviously Tuba, um, you know, had a great career in the league, but it was just funny. Cause yeah, we, uh, I remember that we had a good time. We worked out in what New York city. And, do you fun. remember? I remember the first time. So it was, it was, it was us too. I think Tuba was there. I don't think Ace was
1: there. Alvin Bowen. Uh, I'm pretty remember, sure. Uh, like it was Jerome Simpson. Yeah. Jerome, I dude, yeah. Bay. Yeah. He played for the, a long time with the Bengals. And,
0: he had the, he's the one who did the flip in the end zone and landed on his feet.
1: Yeah, that's right. I remember yeah, so, uh, J- Jonathan Wilhite played for a long time, a uh, DB uh, from Auburn. That played for the Patriots. Jonathan yeah. We had a group. from Tennessee. Fun. Yeah. Phil we had Sims a group came
0: in there. Phil Sims like owned the gym that we worked at. Ray
1: Rice. I mean, shout out Ray. He's, he's gone through some, uh, gone through some issues, but he was, he was a great dude out there.
0: Yeah. I remember Phil Sims, we'd like throw with him and his sons and I was walking to the mall one day and he was like, Hey, you going to come back and throw I'm like, yeah. So get <laughs> your <a> ride back, <laughs> went back and threw. it. Like, yeah. It was fun. I got to, he's, he was, yeah, he was a good guy. He he knows a lot. I know he took a lot of flack like late in his announcing career, but I mean, yeah, he, he was legit. He knew his stuff and he, he was always open and, and welcoming and yeah I mean, that was a fun trip though we had a good time out in Fairlawn, but you do remember fun. it was it was us three me you at a big tuba we call them we had just graduated down with iowa state we're out in new york city we're at a hotel like in manhattan somewhere downtown and like you guys want to drink yeah i go order a drink man if it wasn't like 120 dollars or something for three drinks <laughs> I, looked, I was like oh. No, it's was like, hey, I'm going to need some money because we're, you know, broke college exactly. kids.
1: Exactly. So. <laughs> Started looking around like, where's yeah. this agent? Because this better be comped.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, wait, wait a minute. what? It doesn't I cost remember, as much we, as we Sips. We
1: some rooftop bar that had a dress code, and luckily our agent could get us in because <laughs> we were no, not up to dress no.
0: code. We, we, we did the New Year's Eve, like dropped the ball and everything. It was fun. It's
1: weird because, you know, Sips had a dress code, and we were always okay at Sips's dress code.
0: sips and what was the other size yeah the drinks 40 bucks a pop at size
1: element what what is element elements probably had four or five names since then
0: do you remember doing the new year's eve like ball drop and everything oh yeah oh yeah we got yeah we went to dinner and got there like at nine o'clock and then you couldn't get close enough to see the but that's one thing though like you talk about some things that you do once in your life and you'll never do again that's one of those i wouldn't even recommend it
1: new year's eve in new york I mean, it's cool to watch on TV and it sounds cool. they like, oh, I want to be in Times Square for the ball drop. No, no you don't. Because so if you do get in there, it's going to take you, you know, six hours to get out of there because they funnel everybody out of the same, like same area and it takes for every. I mean, if you leave it at 1230 at night, you're not getting home till four or five in the morning just because of how they get you out of there.
0: Yeah, that was, uh, that was definitely a trip, but a good time. Enjoy the East coast, Fairlawn, New Jersey. I remember that. We stayed That's in there, right.
1: for, That's right. stayed
0: there for a while. Parisi
1: but, uh, speed school. Shout out Parisi. Yes. Yes.
0: They had like the weird, uh, gosh, wasn't it? What was it? The the shuttle drill, like three cone shuttle. Like they had the shuffling. Oh,
1: it was Remember like how they dance. had it doing? Everybody looked at yeah, us like, like what dance. are you guys? They, they taught yeah. us like steps. Yeah. Uh, what's it's... crazy is my, you know, I'm six, five big unathletic white kid. And I had, uh, I think the ninth best, uh, short shuttle time at the combine for the receivers just because i don't was, believe that at all really, look at it out, you can look that up all just right. because it was truly uh i mean it was it was all about steps and technique obviously not about explosion or athleticism are you googling that right now
0: what year was that that was the 03 combine or 04 03
1: 08
0: how oh, do you think, think we are <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was um 2008 i don't know why I put 2003
1: this is good radio. While you Google stuff,
0: combine while, while you pull
1: while you pull that up. Can we uh, can we talk about? Um,
0: your, Let's talk uh, about my combine results. Bike mishaps. Man, okay. First off, don't you you need to be stop being a bully on on Twitter. I, I was like, I'm going to tweet this <laughs> out because I know a lot of people ride bikes. It's going to be super random. Let's see what happens. And of course, Todd, that is the stupidest tweet I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> For
1: for anybody that didn't see it, Brett put out a tweet this week that said he switched over from regular pedals on his, I'm doing quotes here, road bike, um, to the clip pedals, whatever those are. And uh, he fell over four or five times in the first couple rides, which I don't know if that's normal for regular people or just bad athletes. Oh, it is.
0: It is because, well, yeah, I've heard everybody I've talked to that has them falls over. So like I have a, we've had road bikes, my wife and I for like five years. And then I just started kind of getting into it, riding more. Minnesota probably has like, this is a random thing, but it's got to have like the best trails in the country. Just all over. I literally can go from my house to a trail, get on the trail in like five minutes. I know you don't care, but, and go all the way downtown (laughs) to the twin stadium it's unbelievable
1: no, that is cool yeah and
0: the trail i mean there's lakes all over the place so a lot of good trails so
1: i love bike trails i love infrastructure
0: <laughs> big infrastructure guy so yeah i just went out and bought the clips uh and have a neighbor of mine who's like really into biking like legit biker like does like bike he like leads um like rides for novice uh, riders like myself um so he's like <laughs> into it and told me exactly what shoes to get clips, and then yeah, the first time I got out, I'm riding pretty good. I'm figuring it out and then just tipped over. Like had one clip out and then leaned the wrong way. Like I leaned the way where my clip was still in, like it was still connected to the pedal and just bit it fell over. Got a brand new iPhone, cracked the screen. Luckily, luckily I had my screen protector on there. So um saved the phone, but yeah, it was just gong show to start and then uh, I actually went, <laughs> went for another ride with my neighbor so I'm like, he's like this seasoned rider. I'm like, All right, I'm going to show him I know how to do I know what I'm doing. Same thing. Like, because you got you to start and you don't want to just go out in the middle of the road. So you got to kind of ease your way into it. And then leaned, had my right foot off the clip and then leaned left, fell over again. So fall, I fell twice, but I think we got it. Behind, I think the falls are behind us. Like, for real. I think I, think I got it's it. It's good
1: to hear. It's good to hear.
0: I know you cared about it, so... Um, I was worried about you. I know. How's KJ doing by the way? The baby. She what, a month old?
1: She's a stud. Kaylin's a stud now. She well I you know, let me first say I've always loved her. But I love her a lot more now that she's sleeping through the night. I loved so, her. You've
0: known her for like a month.
1: <laughs> known her for a little over two months, but um she is uh she's sleeping through the night or maybe waking up once or twice, which is doable. It's not waking up every forty five minutes like it was before. She's yet to take a bottle, which I mean as soon as you try and give her a bottle she just screams and yells so that's a problem um because that means my wife can't really go anywhere um so she we need to figure that out in the next uh, month or so before my wife goes back to work Uh, but other than that she's great she's really great you look like you're studying something hard i'm looking
0: uh, at these combine results you might you might be how's it look you you ran a six so you had a six nine seven i see i'm not
1: lying no i'm talking about uh three cone drill not not l yeah. drill
0: no three cones is six nine seven
1: or i mean not not three cone drill uh short shuttle
0: oh short shuttle
1: but yeah Gosh. broke seven in the three cone drill
0: four two three yeah that's pretty good you're at yeah. 31 and a half inch vertical that's
1: bad for oh, that was, that was gross i don't what think that was right, right?
0: yes yeah, i i know i beat you there i beat you in the <laughs> <press>.
1: <laughs> please please uh, I didn't do bench press the combine, so that's. How I, know, I know, but I beat you.
0: I think I either had like sixteen or nineteen. I can't remember, but
1: I I did. I did 25. fifteen at pro day.
0: Yeah, no, you didn't. Yeah, I, I I did beat you in the forty one spring at Iowa State, though I know that for a fact. So I.
1: You always bring you. that up, and I I don't I know. know if that's true or not, but. All
0: right. How about your boy Luca though? That was ridiculous.
1: Oh my gosh! Some of these bubble First games. Off, are I'm, I'm not an good. NBA fan at all, but. Luca is. Good. He's disgusting, and uh, a couple of guys I, I coach with at Roosevelt, um, Mitch Moore, who I had on last week, is he's a huge uh, a Dame fan, Dame Lillard, and so I've I've kind of gotten deep into you know some YouTube rabbit holes watching him. He is unbelievable, and then obviously Luca is just for yeah, sure. He doesn't Dane's look been like He's run. a very good athlete. He's an unbelievable basketball player.
0: Well, you got to realize he's like six nine doing all this, and he just Luca? got.
1: I think six, he's five.
0: No, he's, he's a big dude.
1: No. He wouldn't be able to get all these shots off. Google that real quick.
0: You do how much you want to bet? bet. You, I bet
1: you he's Put six. Put some on it. Okay, a 100.
0: I've done – <laughs> we never actually bet. Okay, so he's six, seven. Yeah, so we bet right all the time. Middle. We just never
1: actually pay up.
0: <laughs> he's six, seven.
1: Oh, okay. Well, uh, you were wrong too, so call to watch.
0: From – Somewhere in Slovenia, 21 years old. These kids are babies, man. Yeah, he's a goon. Did you
1: see his stat line tonight?
0: Yeah, I was like, but yeah, like 41. Coming off a sprained ankle. You know who else had a pretty good stat line last night?
1: LeBron James. Terrible. Soft. House cat. He closed. The opposite of a dog. He's an absolute house cat.
0: All right, 31 and a half inch vertical. Let's see.
1: I still don't think that, sir. I don't know how that, how that ever happened. I was always six 35, five, pl- 35 plus at, uh, at Iowa State. 6'5", no,
0: no, can't dunk. That's
1: bad. Whoa, whoa. whoa. Now you're getting personal.
0: You traveled every time you dunked.
1: But um, all right. I'll dunk. Um, I can still dunk now, today. Easy.
0: I post Achilles. I, I think I can. I haven't tried yet. So <laughs> five years ago, popped my Achilles hooping, man. Playing the rec league. Going after a loose ball. Uh, it was in the it was middle of winter, January. We had just moved here. I was up here. Karina was back uh, in, in Des Moines, finishing up her job. Just the worst. Overtime, trying to be a hero, running after the ball. Just popped it. Yeah. I, I, would yes. not, uh, I would not recommend that. But uh, all right, let's wrap, man. Episode three. Enjoyed it as always. Um, good luck to Roosevelt this Friday, taking Appreciate on Valley. That. Um, yeah, man, just heat him up, man-to-man press, man, all kind of exotic blitzes. Get this new kid from Colorado. Absolutely, yeah. See if this four-star
1: can handle the heat.
0: Yeah, they're the, they'll probably just try to run it on you because they got another K-State kid at running back. So.
1: And that dude is a stud. Is he
0: good? I don't. Know much
1: we asked some of our players, like, okay, is he is he a tough guy or is he a fake tough guy? And uh, they all consensus was he is he's not a fake tough guy their running back he's, yeah, he's yeah. a dog so yeah we'll be in for a fight for sure i mean valley is one of the best programs if not the best program um in the state obviously dowling's up there as well with their seven straight uh state say, yeah, i want to
0: go with the team that's won seven in a row but.
1: right but as far as just longevity and the way the program's run and everything like that you know valley's right up there with dowling um coach swenson does an unbelievable job so we got we got our work cut out for us for sure so uh you know i mean roosevelt we're, we're just gonna try and keep it close so we'll, we'll see what happens on friday
0: Ice, whiteouts. ice. I catch Absolutely. everything, dude.
1: I catch everything, baby.
0: All right, man. Good luck this Friday. Good luck, Roosevelt. Uh, we'll check in with you next week.
1: Appreciate it, brother. We'll talk soon.